remember, man, money don't have owners, just spenders. Like Omar told you on the mm. wire when he robbed Marlo. He said, that's my money. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, no, son. Money don't have owners. Spenders. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, I remember that because all of that is circulating. Oh, um, In the wire. So I can go rob me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to circulate some of my money and get you out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now the bell, the bells, man, they gonna be able to circulate some of my money because I got you out. What up? What up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast. My name is Corey Paul, rapper, creative, and entrepreneur. And I'm Jamarcus Traham, aka Jay with the NBA, investor and teacher. Hey man, we grew up in a neighborhood with like a 40% dropout rate and didn't read a book until we was grown men. But once we did, it changed our lives. So now, we breaking down books to build up culture. We are the Literacy Kings. Now, reading is fundamental. What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast, man. Appreciate y'all checking us out for another episode. Today is episode nine of the Money Circulation series. And it's the final episode, man. Jay, you feeling a little... A little single tear rolling up in <laughs> Chuck that up. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna cry about it, but uh, you know. It's near and dear to me, man. It's a season finale, man. Yeah, man. So um so today we're gonna talk about we're gonna get right into it. You know what I'm saying? Um we appreciate y'all, we love y'all, great review, you know what I'm saying? But we don't wanna waste none of your time. You know what I'm saying? We want we gonna just jump right off the porch and get into it. Um because We've been talking about all of the money circulation, where it come from, and you know the banks and the 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 Fed and the Treasury and all of that. But what you, what we gonna do is always a question, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that that we ask on our show, what can we do? You feel me? So today we're gonna talk about savings, we're gonna talk about investing, um, and we're gonna talk about debt. But it's all ultimately gonna point to your money circulation. You know how how can you invest? You know what I'm saying. So, but before 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 we get into it, how you feeling, Jay? Uh, I'm feeling good, man. Uh, I think that based on what our listeners have told me and interacted with me on IG, that there's been some growth. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know this this series definitely has not been in vain. Uh, based on the interaction we received from you know the people hitting us up, so For sure. just continue to hit us up. Um, you know we feed off y'all. Yeah, you know I'm putting um, a link to in the show notes. I'm putting a link to voice message so you can send us voice messages, man. Let us know how you feeling. It, it can be raw and uncut. Just just hit that link and shoot us over a voice message. Yeah. So look, um. So me and Jay, me and Jay kind of like we kind of like like Buffett and Munger, you know what I'm saying? We got our own our own strengths and 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 I don't even call them weaknesses, but we got our own strengths, you know what I'm saying? So first thing is when it's when you talk about investing, kind of the OG that you think about is is the precious metals, you know what I'm saying? Like gold, silver. All, they been here They are here God's they gon- money God's Yeah They gonna be here You know what I'm saying So Let's jump off with that Let's start with that first Because So Jay Jay is precious metal Jay You know Gold Silver He And I'm uh, 
Bitcoin, digital. I, I, I know that's kind of our homes. We both believe in both of them. You know what I'm saying? But but that's kind of where our homes are. So let's let's talk about the precious medicals. I don't think a lot of young the young boys, the young young queens, I don't know if they be on it like that when it come to gold and silver. And maybe it's just cause everything digital, you know what I'm saying? Or I don't know. But what, what, what do you think? Well, I'll go by what um, the homies told me the other day. He said, uh, I didn't know we could buy gold and silver. Mm. There you I go. I grew up my whole life. I didn't know we could buy like bar, like bars. Mm-hmm. There you like go. Like coins, you know. So that right there explains it all. Yeah. Um, which I was in their shoes. Um, maybe 15, 15 years ago, 15 yeah. years ago, maybe I was in the shoes. Like I didn't know either hmm. that, 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 that was a thing that you could yeah, actually a own thing. gold and own silver other than, uh, uh you know, uh, um, Cuban link, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Other than the Cuban link, you, you know, actually own the ounces, you know what I'm saying? So I started reading and I started, you know, putting myself around wealth conversations. Mm-hmm. And I realized like like that's it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I remember watching American Gangster on BET. I think it was the second season. There's this guy named Cornel uh Cornell Jones mm-hmm. out of DC. He was a drug dealer. And when they they didn't catch on no product, they just he just had too many assets. He was like the mm. assets I had too many assets. It was too much to prove mm. that it came legit ways. And like he had a lot of real estate and mountains of gold bars. Mm. Mm. Like he got caught all these gold bars on like three three kings type yeah. ice cube and Cuny yeah. Clooney gold bouillon. Yeah, so it's like. I started seeing it and then once your antennas are up on something mm-hmm. it's like every time you see it every, mm-hmm. every day somebody saying something about it cause now you tuned into it yeah so I started seeing stuff here I started riding the neighborhood like wait that's a gold place that's a, they yeah sell gold. like you know what I'm saying once your antennas up they up yeah yeah then the yeah. rest is just uh, executing going in there taking a see this is what I tell people all the time like you gotta execute. Even if you take a loss, even if you get scarred up, you gotta execute because you gotta go and actually um, figure out the steps. Right, right, like, right, right. Like, don't just don't have analysis paralysis and just it's just you just constantly analyzing. Oh, can I do this? Can I do that? No, no. Take a, a small amount that you comfortable with. If you lose everything, you just comfortable with that, and use that as. Um, Active invest, active education money. Yeah, like this is my active education money. This is like I'm using this to um, actively do something. But if I mess up, I'm I'm okay with it because I'm in the process of learning. Yeah, that's good. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I did. I took that. um, Okay, so so tell me. So all right, I'm listening. I ain't never bought gold or silver. You know what I'm saying? One, before I even get to buying it, I don't understand why would I buy it. Like, why don't I just buy a stock or why don't I buy, 
you know, Bitcoin. Why don't I buy something else? Why would I buy gold or silver? Well, number one, I wouldn't buy something that a government could stop. Mm. Um, historically, gold and silver, once you do your research, you'll realize what I'm saying, has been used when things go bad. Mm-hmm. It's like a hedge. Mm. It's not really an investment. It's more of insurance to me. Okay. I look at it more as insurance. It's more of a hedge. See, if you got your money in paper and make people make bank runs, the bank can close and, or mm-hmm. they can refuse or they can stop. You know, the stock market can stop, can cease trading for the day. I saw that See, before. See, things like that. Like, well, they just stopped. Mm-hmm. They, they, did on, they, did on, they did on September 11th. They did yeah. on everything. Any it days stopped. it just, it go down too much, you know, we're just going to cease trading. Yeah, they'll say a breaker, a, a breaker <sighs> triggered or yeah, something they like the that. Triggered a breaker or whatever. Um, also, precious metals has tried to be, has been confiscated in America before and America used it to finesse mm-hmm. um, gold has been outlawed in this country before right right when they, and yeah. they had people turn in their gold and they gave them um, $28 an ounce mm-hmm. for their gold and then as soon as the confiscation period was up they jacked the price up to $35 an ounce mm-hmm. after the mm-hmm. government already had all of it turned mm-hmm. in Mm-hmm. See, yeah. America has committed a lot of crimes. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, a lot of finesse plays to where we are. We're not the richest country by playing fair. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? You. Um, so when you get in these gold and silver and these bullion uh, circles, you'll see uh, a lot of people with a lot of money. Yeah. So let me back you up because you said... <laughs> You said you kind of you use the precious metals as a hedge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What is that? What you break that down for somebody that that don't know what a hedge against your investment means? Um, I use it as insurance. Mm-hmm. So because it's I different kind of investments, and different investments do different things. Real estate yeah. versus stock mm-hmm. versus gold versus Bitcoin. So, they gonna move different. I'm not when I buy precious metals. Well, I'm gonna tell you what I told you. Um, my homie the other day I save in metals That's good That's a good way To explain it So I know the dollar's trash If you If you don't know Did I know that By now Go yeah. back and listen yeah, To all say, the you other a new, you a, Welcome to episodes. the podcast yeah. You're a new listener If you don't know that By now Because the dollar is trash And you know what Jado But that's not That's not even Literacy Kings Corey Paul J With the NBA opinion you know what I'm saying? That's oh, just that's been proven. That's been proven. <laughs> yeah. That's a certified fact. Yeah. And I just I think it's important to know that. I didn't know that. It's important to know that right. the dollar that you carry in is trash. Your goal is to take your dollar, get rid of it. Yeah, I'm going to see what's going tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get rid of it. Put it in something, you feel me, that is uh on the uphill, you know what I'm saying, and not the down slope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm listening to you. You, you, you save in silver. I save in silver. Um, the thing is, the think of, okay, so imagine you having some money and you think that you balling 
and the government give out everybody that same amount of money that you got. Mm. Like all in the same week. You ain't balling no more. Are you balling anymore? Not no more. Not no more. That's what quantitative easing is. That's mm-hmm. that's that's what when giving trillions of dollars, pumping that into the economy, that's what you're doing. Go back to early the I can't remember what episode it was. We talked about it by cutting the faucet on and all. Yeah, uh, a recession episode. It's a recession episode. Yeah. That's season um, two. That's uh, episode four. Now think think about it like this: in your neighborhood right now. Since COVID Don't it seem like Everybody got money now Say man Say man You know look, what I'm saying yeah. Say I got boys that I know Jay Person Look I ain't bothering nobody about it Alright you do what you wanna do I'm just <laughs> keeping it G I'm seeing boys post pictures Of Maseratis And I know I know personally These boys do not They cannot afford no Maserati <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Boys boys is pulling up and this money is coming from somewhere. But it ain't because they can, I'm air quoting, afford it. Mm-hmm. And it ain't nothing. It it, it is not it's not anything um that is specific to one person. I'm saying I'm seeing this on multiple, you know what I'm saying? South side, north side. I'm seeing this a lot, dog. So here's the thing. When I say hedge, right? So <clears throat> I say it's insurance And the reason why I save in precious metals Is for insurance You gotta go back to the idea of money I'll tell people all the time Don't try to stop the wave Keep your money flowing Um, Money is not Made or lost It's simply transferred Like energy Like energy So what happens in this country Is the reason why you have booms and busts is because you're watching waves of money leave asset classes. Mm. So that money is circulating. So this is just my prediction. A lot of money is about to leave the real estate bubble. Mm. Yeah, you've been talking about that. It's about to it's about to leave it. You're gonna see a wave. I mean, I'm starting to get my foreclosure lists again. They're starting yeah. to send them back. Yeah. So you're gonna see what happens is when things go down, like they say, oh the stock market's down. Oh, the real estate market is down. Oh, this is down. What that means is money is leaving out of that. That money has to find a new home. Right, right. So money is not made or lost. It's simply transferred from asset class to asset class. Powerful, dog. So what I'm telling you is it's not valuable in itself. It has to sit in something else. So when I say I don't save dollars, I save in silver is because I'm sitting that depreciating dollar in something more valuable. Right. And that's so and this is one and one of the things that helped me uh, when I as I was learning about, you know, um, precious metals, gold and silver versus the dollar. Um, is when we go back to the ABCs of um, currency of something mm-hmm. being uh, um, episode oh, one. Yeah, what is money? Yeah, what is money? Mm-hmm. When we go back to that, right? And we look at the dollar. We see we know the dollar is not that, right? But the reason why something like gold and silver is is because we talked about the dollar only got the value me or you placed on it today or tomorrow. That can change, snap of a finger. We didn't seen it, right? Mm-hmm. But with gold. Or silver, it's other uses than just holding it, right? right. Whether it be machinery, whether it be uh, electronics, mm-hmm. you know Medicines. what I'm saying? Medicine, mm-hmm. uh, a dental, you know what I'm saying? Like 
its different actual real life uses, uses mm-hmm. to precious metal. It is no real life use, but a, a fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 dead president. <laughs> when Escobar was on the run, he, he was in he was in the cold place. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. burning <laughs> stacks of money because just because he needed a fire. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, fuel for fire. But yeah. that was one of the things. That that hit me like when it comes to because if you thinking we we don't literacy can't we don't we not get rich quick we don't know nothing by getting rich qu- well we don't know oh, nothing say, positive I do know <laughs> <laughs> we don't, yeah. we don't know nothing we want to share you right. know? <laughs> we don't run those plays anymore by, burnt that playbook you feel me about getting rich quick we about getting rich slow baby so when you thinking about the long term plays. And you think about something like Precious Metal, that's what hit for me. I'm like, oh, this actually has use cases globally. This going to be very, I don't got to exchange. My my goal is gold here. My goal is gold in China. My mm-hmm. goal is gold. You feel I me? I was just about to say the same thing. See, the re, let me give you a plain and common sense way where you know gold and silver is more valuable than Precious Metals. I mean, uh, gold and silver is more valuable than the dollar. Because of what Corey just said, it has a global aspect to it. Now, anything that's a real asset, it's going to be an asset regardless. Facts. Real estate is going to be real estate regardless of what currency you buy it in. Mm -hmm. Gold and silver can be bought in any other currency. See, that's the thing. You cannot buy dollars with gold and silver, <laughs> right. but you can buy gold and silver with, <laughs> with dollars. dollars. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, so that lets you know which one is the real asset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you see what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it, if it can go from currency to currency, it's a true asset. Mm-hmm. If it's been, if it can be bought and sold in different currencies, right, right, that's right, a true right, asset, right. bro. So, my, the, the dollar is not money. The dollar is a currency exactly because it's a, the, it's a medium go, of exchange the dollar has to be exchanged if i go to a, a country that don't you know what i'm saying another country they may not accept my dollar i have to exchange that into something else but gold let's go you know what i'm saying and it's and you know it's a this is interesting <clears throat> like when you, you were saying like you know assets you know have a global recognition basically i remember um being in florida being in West Palm Beach in Florida and being at this uh, real estate meeting. And when I was chopping it up with, with the with the investors, I mentioned to them that I was from Houston. And they all was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they looked at me like, oh, I got to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I was, this was when I was just first starting investing. I'm like, why are they so, why they care so much that I'm in Houston? You know what I'm saying? I'm just off the porch. Well, it's because I had a knowledge, a lay of the real estate land that they didn't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to hear from me because I've, I've had my boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. So just my information about real estate, you know what I'm saying? Had true value. That's a hell of an asset where the information around the asset is valuable. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that, like the 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 and that was that was and that would work from here to, to New York to Chicago or whatever because that asset is has globe. They can make put the phone up and buy real estate. You know what I'm saying? They can jump online and buy real estate wherever. You know, so it, it shows the depth of an asset. If you go back to 
What is Money uh, episode one and the characteristics that I named um, has value, um, can't be manipulated, things like that. Information is that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Information mm-hmm, is actual mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's you know good. Inf- That's information good. is actual money. Yeah. That's powerful. Um. So when I save in precious metals, number one, silver is the most stable thing that I found that's easy for the common man to use to save his money in. Like it's mm. the most stable thing like ever. Mm. Like you could go years saving money in silver. Let's say the, the like I think it's twenty five, twenty six dollars an ounce right now. It might stay like that for three years mm. around the twenties. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That means your money held its value for three years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, Tell me, can a dollar do that? Uh, there we go. Which a dollar yeah, does a dollar, not? Do, dollar a dollar do does that. not do that. Yeah. Also, um, when it does go up, it goes up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For instance, my first time with silver, I bought at eleven dollars an ounce. Mm. I wish it could go back. <laughs> Take <laughs> me <laughs> back. I want to go back. <laughs> Man, um, eleven dollars an ounce. My only regret is I didn't buy, buy more. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I sold that best for thirty three. Ugh. Pippin. <laughs> yeah, pipping. You know what I'm saying? So I made thousands off of that. Yeah. And it wasn't that long too. Triple. I would say it was probably like two, two and a half years, maybe. Man. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Because that's crazy. and yeah, you think your savings account gonna produce triple? Man, come on, man. You think your savings account <laughs> gonna triple in three in two years? Yeah. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like I have my reasons. If mm-hmm. I'm telling you what I'm saying, like I have my reasons. So, um, like Jay, what does that look like? So, do I have a savings account? Yes, I have a savings account, uh, a joint savings account with my wife. But that's only to appease her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you asking me what else I have, uh, um, where else I put my money, any other money besides this little nest egg that I leave just so she can feel comfortable. Every other dollar is being reinvested. Mm, mm-hmm. Every yeah. other dollar. Like yeah, that's good. um if I don't have an asset to buy right now. See, I save to invest. Right. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Right. I only save to invest. Right. So I treat number one, I treat my savings like an expense. Mm-hmm. So I always have a savings. I treat it like an expense, like yeah. it's the light bill. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have I have to pay myself. Yeah. First, like you know what I'm saying, rich man in Babylon. I have to pay myself first. Mm-hmm. I treat it like an expense. So, with that being said, you're always gonna have an investment next nest egg. Mm-hmm. If you good. do it like that, you'll always have some money. So all you gotta do now is gain the knowledge while you're acquiring this money, right. and eventually the rubber gonna meet the road. Right, right, right. And now you know where to put it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I so I've I've listened to the podcast and I've been saving it. Right now, practically, I want to buy silver or I want to buy gold. What do I do? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what I just told a homie that they talked to me the other day. So. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told him. Find a local 
reputable store in your area that sells gold and silver bullion. B-U-L-L-I-O-N, bullion. Um, there's going to be rare coin places. They're going to be um, antique places. They're going to be all that. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a pure gold and silver bullion store. Oh, are you talking about uh, the We Buy Gold? When you no. see the We Buy <laughs> No, that's not what I'm talking about. No, please, no. Um, no. <laughs> I ain't talking about the, uh, the, the pawn shop. I yeah. ain't talking about, no. <laughs> I'm talking about reputable deals. Like, for instance, the store I use in Houston has been around since 1929. Hard. It's been around since the Great Depression. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Google it, like, right? So, so you Google, um, uh, what would you, what, what, what words would you use in a search for somebody that's in, you know, Tennessee looking for one? Uh, Bullion, B U L L I O N, gold and silver stores, uh, near me or near me or, or uh, yeah, and yeah. then check them out, see how long they've been there. Yeah, yeah. see, and then, uh, oh, if you want to go straight online, you have online sites, uh, Kitco, K I T C O. Mm-hmm. Kitco.com. Um, we ain't sponsored yet. Please send me a check. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, no, don't send me a check. Send, send me, me some send gold. Me a, send me a gold. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I bought from Kitco. The only thing is, Kitco has a better price. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're saying, Jay, how do they have a better price? And it's supposed to be the same price all around the world. Well, the the spot price is the same price all around the world. Got to what spot price? The spot price is the price of an ounce of gold or an ounce mm, of silver. The raw or, price. The raw price is the same everywhere. What happens is the dealers mark it up. Mm-hmm. See if that sounds familiar. Right. That sounds like a familiar hustle. <laughs> so if they leave it at the same, they're not going to make any money because mm-hmm. they bought it at twenty six and they selling at twenty six because that's the spot price. Mm. You you can't change that. Right. The only thing you can change is how much you mark it up. Right. 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 So, right. um. Kitco has lower markups, mm-hmm. but the only thing is you got to pay for shipping, mm, and then that's gonna bring you back. Yeah, out so pretty you, much pretty much, you pretty much you pretty much even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's why I use Kitco sometimes, and it's very reputable. Um, I've never had anything uh, wrong with them. They secure packaging and everything. But I found my I use my local dealer more. Like I, I'm running up in there probably tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, because you, um, you can just pull up, mm-hmm. pay, put it in. Yeah. Um, I go there. Let's say when times are, when nobody's paying attention to silver. Mm-hmm. When no, see, right now the money is pumping back into precious metal. I tell you, money transferring. Mm-hmm. So right now the money is pumping back into precious metal. So gold crossed the two thousand dollar an ounce mark mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Uh, silver's approaching 30 mm. you know what I'm saying like money is coming back into precious metals because of uncertainty mm. normally when there's a lot of uncertainty and what's gonna go on that's a good and good chance mm. that uh, the precious metal price gonna go through the roof right right see right. The, the trick is to buy it when nobody's paying attention right right to precious like metals this, yeah that's every good investment is gonna be like that yeah yeah be See, early when everybody early. when everybody talking about man the real estate market good man the stock market doing this mm-hmm. man, you should be buying precious metals what uh what if I'm, I'm thinking should I buy gold or silver 
does it make does it make a difference i know because price we talk about that on uh, price does not determine if something is valuable right so the difference just, between value and price exactly so just because silver may be approaching say let's say silver 30 and gold is 2000 that don't mean gold is more expensive because it has its value it has its own intrinsic value and silver has its own intrinsic value and that could be a whole episode in itself based off of um supply and demand and a bunch of other things that go uh into it but i know that could be something somebody thinking is well gold is way more expensive you know maybe i can't afford it or maybe i should just go with silver so is it just as good or what what would you what would be your 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 game on that i'm gonna tell you what i told homie that called me the other day <laughs> <laughs> um i run up silver and if i want to i'll trade in um some ounces of silver for gold mm, yeah yeah so i'll run it up uh, run up silver, at, you know, because I silver has been historically in the 20s for a while. So I'll run up if gold is 2000, then that's uh, what 100 ounces. Mm-hmm. So 100 ounces of silver will get you an ounce of gold. An ounce of gold yeah. So I'll run up silver, run up, run up, run up, run up just because I can afford it. Mm-hmm. And then if I catch gold low. Instead of coming out with fresh money, mm-hmm. I'll trade in the silver for the gold. For the gold. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I think you're good either way. The reason why I picked silver, number one, I know the price of silver is being manipulated. Mm-hmm. It's being constantly pushed down. The mm-hmm. price of gold is well, mm-hmm. but silver is worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, I don't buy paper gold i don't buy paper silver Mm -hmm. so you have funds like slvr and uh, gld Mm -hmm. those are stocks for gold and silver i don't buy those right because they sell in so when jay say those letters it's just like so uh okay so in stock they call them tickers yeah right so if you uh like apple is what a-p-l-e right so uh i believe apple stock uh, AAPL AAPL yeah. Apple stock is AAPL Right Um Uh Uh 3M would be MMM MMM 3Ms Like when you see that You know what I'm saying Uh Those are called tickers So those letters he's saying Um Those are The tickers for gold Uh Stocks But that's not Actual gold Yeah I'm talking about Actual go that you can have in your hand and take it home with you. Right, right. That's but, what I'm talking about. <clears throat> right. Okay. So the reason, like I said, the reason why I don't buy that is because they're selling you futures. They're selling you basically a contract that you could most likely try to redeem it in the future for mm-hmm. the goal. Right. But the only problem is they've sold way more futures than they're ever gonna be able to liquidate and right. give you the goal for. And you, that's the you and. You that's against the whole purpose that you're supposed to be buying precious metals. Correct. <laughs> so it Look, just it's the whole thing. Yeah, it just it just don't really make a lot of sense. So but yeah, so my main points, I say I, I treat my savings as an expense. Um I don't pay all the bills first, then try to say, nope, I treat my savings as a bill. What that does is make sure I always have investment money. Mm. Then I 
I'm saving to invest. Mm-hmm. And when I don't have a particular asset that I'm trying to buy, I hold my money in silver. Smart. It's good. That's so, good. Yeah, that's that'll that's the precious metal thing for me. Now let's throw this in the mix before we before we uh, move on. Okay. So Bitcoin. Bitcoin, if you don't know, uh Bitcoin is referred to as digital gold. Um, we can do a whole we will eventually do a whole series on Bitcoin. We're gonna do a book on Bitcoin. Um, but for now, Bitcoin is like the digital gold. The basis of it is gold like gold is the standard of, of currency because you know the earth only yields so much of it is not easily manipulated. You know, the price the price can be, but actual gold only so much of it can be mined. Yield and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, so yeah now bitcoin is the digital version of that and so um that's and it's not controlled by one specific entity just like the price of, of gold like the price of anything when humans get involved it can be manipulated but you can't make more bitcoins because you just said so it has the uh it's a process of like solving mathematical equations and you know things like that to produce the digital bitcoin right so um Bitcoin is still in its infancy compared to precious metals. Bitcoin was uh, created in 2009. So so, um, it's still young. Um, But Bitcoin has actually surpassed uh, silver in its... um, Market, market cap. cap. Yeah. yeah, you know, in his market cap, the vet, the, which means just basically the value of all of the Bitcoin has been created. You know what I'm saying? Um, that people have paid that, you know, that's in the market versus the value of the silver that has been that is that is that is uh, here um, is Bitcoin is greater. Okay, so. I am a Bitcoin fan. Um, Jay believes in Bitcoin. I do. uh, As well. Um, But I, and I feel anybody that is, anybody that is, that is coming from a genuine standpoint will tell you Bitcoin present day is not the same as gold and silver. In a sense, it's not anywhere as stable as gold and silver. The, the the price of Bitcoin can jump radically, right? So the likeness of why they call it the digital gold is because of the capability and how and why it was created. But currently, it's nowhere near as stable. So sometimes that comes up in the argument mm-hmm. about precious metals or Bitcoin, but I really don't feel like it's a valuable argument i feel like currently bitcoin is so volatile um that you can't you can't use it to save your money you know what i'm saying yeah that's see that's the thing it's not a hedge bitcoin is not a hedge like i wouldn't i wouldn't treat it as a hedge you should i wouldn't treat it as a hedge either now stable enough for that right now with bitcoin is bitcoin is kind of like Tesla, you know what I'm saying? Like, in my opinion, like autonomous driving and electric vehicles, that's just you can't really box with that. It's coming, it's here and it's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Now, how fast and who wins? Is it going to be Tesla? Is somebody else going to come? That's all debatable. But it's a, a the, one of the reasons I fell in love with Bitcoin is because um, as black people, you know, the financial system in America is trash. For black people, it's super trash. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, we've been robbed, plundered, pillaged. You know what I'm saying? And the whole nine. Dr. Claude Anderson said... If America catches a cold, Black America has pneumonia. Hmm. Hey, man, that's exactly what <laughs> yeah, it is. So if it's bad for regular America, is deplorable. We got for pneumonia. Us. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So, so Bitcoin in 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 the way that it's created is is supposed to be as close as a a. a Reset button or equality of a financial. Rapper kids, so I can call it the people's money. The people's gold money. and silver's God's money, and Bitcoin's peace. The that's people's good. Money. The people's money because there's no one person that's over Bitcoin. There is no one governing body over Bitcoin. So, for our people, I say that we need to start to learn and and, and check out Bitcoin because um, it has the opportunity to. Uh, where you, where your wealth can can grow in it, uh, I mean, unlike any other reputable uh, commodity, Bitcoin was created in 2009. It was worth nothing, and now today I checked. I think it was at like eleven thousand for one coin. You know, what I'm saying now you could buy it in fractions as well. So that's a whole another episode. But uh, you could jump on Cash App and, and, and buy Bitcoin. Robinhood, you could buy Bitcoin. Coinbase is like the main, you know, one of the main big deal apps um, that you can that you can check it out on or whatever. But yeah, so that I just wanted to throw that in the mix because oftentimes people bring that up, and I feel like it's important to know the difference. I um, it kind of bring you to your next point. When I say save to invest, it's because you have to keep your money moving. Yeah, currency. Wave. You have to keep it moving. So, um, most people don't realize that it's not your... Charles Charles Jeff says, it's not your salary that makes you rich, it's your spending habits. Mm. Right? Straight up. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki says it's not how much money you make it's how, how much, much money you keep, you keep and yes, for how long you keep it yeah 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 that's good so it says like um you have to realize that it's your spending habits that's gonna make you rich so when I spend my money on more assets, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a better chance of getting rich than trying to save something that has no value. Facts. That's good. So you should be trying to spend your money as fast as possible on more assets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have this thing like no lazy money. Yeah. Right. And my, I tell you all the time, Corey, like, I, no lazy money. Everybody got to give up and work. Yeah. Cause all my dollars, they got to go do something, bro. <laughs> yeah. If I got to get up, they got to go, they got to get up <laughs> yeah, too. So no lazy money. You got, you need to keep your, your current flowing. Mm-hmm. Cause your paper money is currency. Mm-hmm. You have to keep it flowing. So that part of the reason why I'm always, Jay, why are you always reading this? Why are you always reading it? Because I need a, a place to park. These X amount of dollars mm-hmm. I need to, I'm always looking for The next asset To park it And if you have If it's truly an asset That you can control 
you don't worry about man what happens if I need money mm -hmm. because if you're in control of that asset you can extract money back out mm -hmm. if there's an emergency mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I don't save just like okay think about it like this if you if they tell you most people, most financial planners say, yo, you'll have an, get an emergency fund. Mm -hmm. And then you say, what do you put the emergency fund in? They're going to say money, uh, uh, money market accounts. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's basically a mutual fund that you can sell quick if you needed to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it's still, but it's still going to take you a couple of days to get it, the money sent back because it's tied in the market. Mm -hmm. Well, it, since you're controlling that asset. You can control the sale of it, or they. Right. Well, you can't. The man, man the, the, yeah. the fund manager do. But if you have a real asset, you don't have to worry about. Oh, if I'm trying to save money and I need money, if you controlling the asset, you can pull it back out, bro. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that I think that a big part of that comes with comes with the mind shift of yeah, recognizing how we think yeah yeah it comes with the mind shift of not seeing value in a th in in ten thousand dollars but seeing value in a ten thousand dollar asset you know what i'm saying and not being scared about it but actually seeing the value of it i think the mindset shift is a big thing with that when assets are truly assets when they hit they hit right so I don't mind. Number one, I don't mind going without money. I was born, I was born in a project. Right, right, right. So, right, you know right. what I'm saying? So, I don't mind having no extra money right now. I mm -hmm. lived like that for years mm -hmm. and I was it wasn't because I was buying assets. Right, right, right. It's right, cuz right. I didn't have no money, bro. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. now I can get back to operating on that level, but it's because I'm putting all my extra money into assets. Now you gotta think about it like this. Um, being broke keep you hungry. Yeah. So it's gonna keep you looking for more ways to get off zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. The power of broke. Damon the John power got a broke. Yeah, yeah. That is right there. The <laughs> yeah, power, of the power of, of broke. <laughs> so yeah. the thing is, go broke because you're putting your money into assets. Yeah, yeah. Because it not only is it gonna keep you hungry and so, man, I gotta do some more. I gotta, do, I gotta get some more money. But when them assets mature, mm -hmm. you're gonna be in a way better spot, exponentially better. Yeah, delayed gratification. Yeah. yeah. So used to be used to running. Robert Kiyosaki tells you all the time. He, he, him and Kim are always broke. Yeah. They always broke, or they always looking to borrow more money from the bank so they can acquire more assets. Yeah. 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 It, so it's a I different thought process. <clears throat> and I, I didn't understand this, and I think a lot of us don't necessarily understand this because well, how we come up, you got to have it in your hand. You gotta have it in your hand and if you want something you give them what you got in your hand and they give you the thing that you want you know what i'm saying that's the that's that's the basis of how it go right if what you had in your hand was valuable it would work it would work <laughs> you know what i'm saying but what you have in your hand is not valuable. valuable you feel me so like uh, understanding when we talk about building wealth we we talked about this a little bit before and we kind of finna get into it uh in a second but when you talk about building wealth, um, building wealth and and assets and credit, that, that goes hand in hand. So thinking that you work hard and save enough money to be wealthy, 
it don't work like that. And, and I didn't, you know, I was reading um Chew Dog and it was just talking about how Nike was in just they millions of dollars of debt. You know what I'm saying? Credit and all of that. You know what I mean? And then when you read more and more about companies, you know, um when anytime you 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 just go watch the show Shark Tank or pick up any entrepreneur book, uh, listen to How I Built This. It's a dope podcast called How I Built right. This. You know what I'm saying? All of these companies, when you hear them say we got in uh, we got seed funding, you know what I'm saying? We got investment <laughs> first funding, round funding. first round yeah. funding, venture capitalist capitalist uh uh you know, invested in us. That's debt. You know what I'm saying? They they owe pay people. Them people back. You got to pay them people back, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like so, understanding that you know because yeah, some people just want to go work and just they gonna just go work, save their money, whatever. But that's not the people that if you listen to this podcast, that ain't you. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to build generational wealth, and so the way that that role is carved is um going out on the limb because that's where the fruit are you feel me and taking not chances in the sense of like a dice game but <laughs> understanding like things where when you the, the the market right the market on average yields a certain return so yeah it's ups and downs but ultimately like jay is saying in that long term you know what i'm saying a solid investment um not a get rich quick screen but a solid investment pays off so we got we can't think that it's just well, all i got is a hundred dollars no dog you know what i'm saying like whatever your dream is whatever your goal is whatever your you know your desire is you have to go after that and that's gonna require you to be off balance sometimes we talked about that before mm-hmm. it's like when you walk the first step it puts you off balance you know what i'm saying but that when the next foot comes up you know what i mean you're able to take a step forward um, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne got a in one of his songs on the quarter five. It says, uh, "I'm trying to make my new money die of old age." Hmm. Hard. Right. Hard. What that's mean? What that means is he's gonna take fresh capital mm-hmm. that he gets, and he's gonna spend it to where it's never leaving his asset count. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. means he ain't blowing it. That means he ain't messing it off. Mm-hmm. That means that he set it in something mm-hmm. that's gonna actually hold its value. Because mm-hmm. how else would it die of old age? Exactly. It would die young if you throwing it away. Exactly. You exactly. see what I'm saying? So, exactly. um, yeah, man, just sitting it in something um, that will possibly grow. Now, let's let's go back to money circulation. Right. Well, all of this is money circulation, but the reason why other communities are better off is because of how long they hold their money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's no secret. Everybody knows uh, Asians, uh, a dollar in the Asian community lasts 30 days the whole month. Mm. Um, Jewish community, about 20 days. White. 17 to 20 somewhere up in there um I don't know Latinos uh but blacks six hours that chick I get that chick you finna go to the barbershop and uh and the liquor store yeah <laughs> the liquor store might not even be black on but you finna go yeah. to, you finna go to the barbershop <laughs> sister finna go get her hair done <laughs> 
and we finna go spin that with uh-huh. everybody else. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Now, if your money is not circulating within your own community, expect it to go down. Uh-huh. 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 You see what I'm saying? Man, they ain't got this in the hood. Man, they ain't got that in the hood. It's gonna take a cat, a, a class of entrepreneurs, you know, because we're about to go into um, Black Wall Street. Right. It's gonna take a class of entrepreneurs to keep the money in circulation in that community. If it's not there, it's always gonna exit out. And you, and it's about being intentional, man. Anything that anything that's worthwhile was intentional. You know what I'm saying? And so. We have to be intentional when it comes to keeping a dollar in the community. Meaning, so I was actually talking, and look, I, 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 don't, I ain't gonna over talk myself. I'm gonna say what I say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was talking to two homies, um, two white guys, who's at this black-owned um, restaurant, and um, these some these some good guys. You know what I'm saying? They not they not just uh, not racist, right? They're anti-racist. Feel what I'm saying? Like they them kind of people. Like not only, you know, are we rocking, we utilizing whatever we got. You know what I'm saying? To jump down with y'all boys and, and and help however we can serve. You feel me? So these the homies, and they were they had we had this meeting at this black owned restaurant, and it was intentional. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They what they start to do is have all their meetings and functions that they can out of this restaurant, so that they bring in customers circulation. and circulation mm-hmm. to this restaurant. They gonna take pictures and post about it. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and um, you know, we were talking and we were just talking about how, yeah, you can talk about you can talk about. We need more black businesses, more black businesses, more black businesses. And I ain't bother nobody by black businesses. Yeah, baby, let's get this. You know what I'm saying? But what about some energy to support the black businesses that are already there? Like that's True. that's something that 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 needs to be done as well. And it's people doing their part. You know what I'm saying? Jay was telling me about a black uh own coffee shop up the street from his crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um recently, you know what I mean? That he had went to. Yeah, because I had to get off Starbucks. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? They, they don't, you know, they act like they don't know how to treat us when we go up in there. But uh Jay, yeah, like keep that. going. Yeah, yeah, take it easy, man. You know, don't become an episode. <laughs> don't become Howard, don't become an episode. Um, but yeah, so it's not. It's intentional. If it's a black-owned restaurant in your neighborhood, instead of going to McDonald's, you know what I'm saying, or any of these other ones, it, it be intentionally go there, have functions there, do things there. Because then, what that does, in what that does, when we all hitting up, firing on all cylinders, is it continues to build um, our community. It builds our black businesses that employs you know more back people and the messaging and you know everything that goes with it so I think that intentionality dog um so practical step if you have a person that's cleaning your house find someone black to do it yeah um if you I and give a, them a chance. Give yeah, them a give, chance, please, man. and be patient with them. Yeah, <laughs> I have a uh, I have a black yard man. Mm-hmm. 
in a uh, predominantly Hispanic field. Yeah. And you don't know how many times people told me, man, you need to get ready to him, man. You gotta get mm-hmm. you get your Mexican, man. They do it. Mm-hmm. I'm intentional about it. Is he the best? No, he ain't the best. Is he horrible? Nah, he ain't horrible either. Mm-hmm. So, I'm but I'm intentional about putting money in his pocket because chances are he gonna keep my same money circulating amongst more black people. Now his barber might get uh you know what I'm saying look how that look money, uh, or something like that. Whoever he's spending it with. And look 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 how look how that get traced, bro. You could take it could be as simple as why right where we at? We in we in Houston, you know what I'm saying? So in Houston, it's a spot right up the street called uh Pearland. It's like basically, you know, right next to Houston. People like what Jay saying, you got you can have a, a um you get paid. You can have a black yard man. He can have kids in a preschool. I just saw is this black it's a black preschool, you know what I'm saying, in Pearland. You know what I mean? It's like specifically it's pro black, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's a black He can have kids To go to this black preschool And he pay You know what I'm saying This black preschool This black preschool Now Teaches You know what I'm saying Black kids Put scholarships You know what I'm saying Together for For these black kids You know That enter The the Their school system um, Not behind But ahead of the game You know what I'm saying And, and that can go For them So it's not just you know, oh, you put some money in, you know, you pay a black person and then that black person got the money. Who knows how many steps down the line that dollar can go if it's being in, used intentionally. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me give you the statistics for what happens when you don't do it. Um, Everyone says, everyone collectively agrees that the black uh, uh, African-Americans have about $1.3, $1.4 trillion of spending power. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the number everybody's pretty much saying. But yeah. did you know that only two percent of that is black dollars recirculated? Two mm. percent. So basically, only twenty six billion out of one point three or one point four trillion. Mm. It circulated black amongst black black dollars recirculated. That's powerful man. That's powerful But you know what Jay 2% bro But you know what it made me think though bro It's no It's no That it's not The cultural norm To Recirculate money Nope That's not That's not You don't grow up with that as You know Your your baseline Yeah you have to be intentional about that Yeah Buy black Support black That's not Nothing about how we were raised You know And how you know the current climate, climate because of everything going on is 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 starting to get that. You know what I'm saying moving, but but we talking about baseline history of coming up across the board. And if you were raised in the atmosphere, or in like an atmosphere environment where they was intentionally buying black, that was special. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because in general, that's not the case. You buy the cheapest product. <laughs> Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's cheapest and get the job done? That's what we buying. But that's short sighted. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's short sighted. I think that it keep going back to to intentionality. Yeah, man. Um, all of this is circulation. Mm-hmm. Like all of this is. Um, you gotta think. <clears throat> if if the Asian community didn't circulate their money, they wouldn't have. Chinatown and mm-hmm. this town and that town, like to where everybody has uh, 
a particular business or particular niche that they do and where your whole community can become self-sufficient mm-hmm. that that will not happen without mm-hmm. circulation no not at all yeah not at it all it will not happen mm-hmm. so that money don't lead a block right Right, right. Until a full month. Right, because you got everything right there. Right. You, 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 you mentioned that before. I don't remember. I have no idea what episode is on. But you were saying how, like, basically, you know, uh, spread out. You know, spread out what we're doing. Like, don't feel you have to do this job. Don't feel like you have to be a barber. Or you have yeah. to do this. Like, because it's a lot th- of stuff that need to be done. There are segments of our economy that are not. Tapped by blacks at all. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. You so, don't know, no, you ain't gonna ain't no black is there any black nail shops around like uh, that they've been talking about? My homegirl opened open one during COVID. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see stuff um, like yeah. Yeah, but I'm just thinking of like the ABCs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you gotta think. Uh and Claude Anderson talks about this too. Like in Powernomics, he talks about um the things that black people dem- uh dominate. We need to dominate it so much that other races have to come to us for it. Hard. Yeah. 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 And and look, I'm not going to even open. I'm going to open it, but I'm going to close it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you said, we need to dominate it so much so that the other races have to come to us for it. Uh, the, the guy who used to be the head of Universal, um, Universal uh, Music Group, um was talking about how they revived the label off of the back of urban music. And in (laughs) essence, he was saying that if you don't have a solid urban music section area or department, your label not going to thrive. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so people think about like Interscopes and all of that, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Iovine and all of these, you know, big names or whatever, but not understanding, um, really pivotal moments of their whole career being saved by their own admission. Leo Leo, Leo, Leo Cohen, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Death Row for Jimmy Iovine, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then uh, Death Jam, Death Row for Jimmy Iovine, Death Row, I mean, excuse me, Death Row for uh, Jimmy Iovine, Leo was Death Jam. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, literally saved their career and was uh, was was building a label and we 9 out of 10 9.9 out of 10 have zero ownership in Come it on, so it makes the point you, you, that, that Dr. Claude uh, Anderson is speaking about is they need to we need to have it so hard that they got to come see us you feel me and and when they do that then the other part to that is we need to own it <laughs> you know right. don't come hire us come see us you have right. a seat you know what i'm saying partnership not yeah. not uh employment exactly yeah. exactly yeah 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 that's powerful partnership over employment might be a t-shirt right there man hey, you know <laughs> <laughs> um remember man money don't have Owners, just spenders, like Omar told you on the wire mm-hmm. when he robbed Marlo. <laughs> you know robbed Marlo, yeah. say, he said, "That's my money." You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh no, son, money don't have owners. It just has spenders. spenders. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hard. Like, yeah, I remember that because all of that is circulating. Hard. Um, in the wire, so I can go rob me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to circulate some of my money and get you out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now the bell, the bells, man, they gonna be able to circulate some of my money because I got you out. 
See, that's my dog. See, see, see. Yeah. let me go and get him out, man. Let me check on my dog. Um, nah, go ahead. In the wire, there's a ring. If you want to understand um, money circulation, in the wire season four, there is a ring mm-hmm. that Marlo takes off uh, a guy named Andre mm-hmm. that used to sell for him. Um, Andre, uh, Marlo, Marlo got robbed in a dice game by Omar. Omar mm-hmm. took the ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then Omar got arrested by a cop. A crooked cop. The crooked cop took the ring. Mm. Then one of the young boys, Michael, was trying to get back at the crooked cop mm. and and took the ring from the cop. Mm. And then Marlos saw Michael with the ring because Marlo recruited Michael to mm. sell for him. Mm. Hey, where you get that ring from? Mm. Oh, I took it off of Nick. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But that's what he says. You, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. bleep that out. Yeah, nah, you can but uh. <laughs> That's that's money circulation. What, what happened with that ring? Yeah, yeah. It's just how it just went back around, and then it yeah. made itself made it way back to Marlowe. That's good. You want to understand money circulation? That's good. That's money circulation. One hundred and one. That's one hundred and one. That's good, bro. Yeah. That would be is. Hey, is it any uh podcast is breaking down the wire, dog? I know I could. <laughs> I could. You, if you want to do a season on the wire, then we can do it. Say, man, we might have to. Uh, we you want to talk about money circulation? That. You want to talk about how the drug dealers was taking money straight out the projects? Yeah. Giving it to politicians? Yeah. And you want to talk about how Stringer Bell and Avon used all their drug money to buy up the whole West Side mm-hmm. redevelopment? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just how money is just circulation. Circula- circulation, man. Yeah. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh so okay. So <clears throat> so let the last point is one of the is is one that's like you talk to ten different people, you get ten different answers. We're gonna give you the latest answers. Okay. I wanna invest, but I got debt. So right, right. do I save a little bit and then invest and then pay some debt at the same time or do I just put everything on debt before I save or invest or do I just save and, and do debt and then it that's the question is I got debt so what what do I do first and before Jay give his point of view I say this it's no one clear answer because it depends on your specific situation. In, in my opinion, it's, it depends on what your specific situation is and what your particular goals are and type of person you are. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't do the same thing everybody else can do. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we talk about your financial IQ. You know what I'm saying? See, the guru, a guru gonna tell you this is what you do, and then it will all be well. You know what I'm saying? But we gonna keep it G and tell you that it's 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 different pieces of the puzzle you have to put together, and we'll try to give you as many of them pieces as possible. You know what I'm saying? So, what you think, Jay? I think the only reason you answering this question is because the only reason you asking this question is because you have bad debt. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you had well, good, good debt, it's good to know. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Because bad had, debt versus good debt. If you had good debt, you wouldn't even be asking this question. You'd be trying to get into 
as much good debt as possible. Possible. Bad debt, we talked about that before. High interest. Bad debt is is you paying high interest or you just paying interest period. Okay, let's go to the interest period that you paying on debt that's not bringing money in your pocket. You you got it's debt. Probably because you got it uh, trying to be a consumer. Right, right. Consumer. Trying to buy something. Would you say the flat screen before the Super Bowl? Yeah. Super Bowl? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? You got so so bad debt. We we call bad debt debt that you have, and that debt is not bringing money into your pocket. Right. Um, and then the next level of that is that high interest debt, that twenty two percent, twenty five percent. You know what I'm saying? That debt. That's bad debt. Good debt may be something like. You bought a, a real estate mm-hmm. piece of real estate, you know what I'm saying, and you got a renter in there that's paying you, but paying the mortgage, mortgage. Mm-hmm. ain't fully paid off. So you got debt because you got, you know, you still owe on the mortgage, but it's good debt because it's cash flow. You know what I'm saying, and it's in your asset column. And chances are, other people are gonna pay it for you. Right, right. They're gonna pay the debt for you. Right. So okay, so I am probably yeah, asking you asking that question because you got bad debt so, instead of good debt. Okay, so talk to me. My answers really would be how much in debt are you and at and what's your rate of repayment? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because if you're too high in debt, don't try to pay your don't try to work and pay off the debt. You're gonna take forever. I would have you take your chances in acquiring an asset because the asset going to produce money way faster mm-hmm. than your paycheck and you trying to save it and pay off debt. Hey, you know what, JC? I, okay, I like that, bro. Because, <laughs> I, you know, I like that because I had to ask myself that question too when I first was starting my, my journey of like, okay, how are we going to pay this? How are we going to do that? You know what I'm saying? You know, these student loans, whatever. Because you got, because this this kind of the train of thinking. You got some people, like, you got this real safe method, like, um, so Dave Ramsey, we talked, I mentioned him before. True. He, Dave Ramsey, he um he got solid advice for people who are just trying to, like... He'll get you secure. Secure. I'll give it to him. He'll secure. Get, he'll get you secure. Security. Mm-hmm. That's what Dave Ramsey is, security. He is not, he is not trying, and this is, this is a heel to he not trying to make you know, uh... You know, um, millionaire investor with good debt and you, you won't know, get credit freedom. line. You won't get freedom and, with him. Yeah, like that security though. Yeah, that's that's not his thing. Now over time, he'll tell you if you do this in twenty years, you'll have a million. Right. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, he'll tell you. Okay, first thing is uh, save up like a thousand dollars, and first, then first, first step of his plan. Yeah, first step, save up a thousand, and then after that, you start what he call a snowball joint. Like you start Paying with the lowest, mm-hmm. yeah, start with the lowest um, um, debt you got. Like you got a three hundred dollar credit card, you start with that, then you pay that off, and then everything you was paying on that, you start paying it to the next one, and then you keep snowballing until you pay it all off, right? But a good point that Jay make with that kind of situation is it depends on how much you're making. If you're only making enough to keep paying this, that debt got interest. So if you got a lot of debt and high interest and that's your plan, you might it might take you 20 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> to pay. And what's going to happen, you're going to get frustrated in the process. Right, right. So right. that's why I say if you have more debt, then working is going to pay. Like, imagine me just trying to work and pay off my house fast. Right, it's right. It's not going to happen, Right, bro. right, right. You're you know going to need saying? to find additional streams of income, preferably passive streams of income and assets. So, um, 
it depends on your income level. I would say if I had debt more than 10, 15,000, I'm not trying to save mm-hmm. uh and, and pay up and just pay off that incrementally. Uh, mm-hmm. No, if it's up there like if it's, you know, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 like like and a lot of people that's not even that's I'm being like loans and all that. Yeah, yeah, I'm being that's, 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 I'm being that ain't nothing. Yeah. But I'm just trying to give you an example. Like that's not gonna that's not gonna accelerate. Only the asset is gonna accelerate you. And I and that's I, I agree with Jay. I agree with Jay. I feel like I feel like and you know, this is just how this is I experience our opinion, man. This ain't you know, this ain't financial advice. We're telling you gotta do this. We just put pieces of the puzzle out there for you. But I feel like that's what it comes down to. And I know, you know, because once you once once you start getting in the game, you know what I'm saying? Like we say with stocks. You ain't saying go to, go take five thousand and get in there. Take a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? And start to learn or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Same in real estate. You know what I'm saying? Go uh join some of these wholesaling clubs. You know what I mean? Or, or get get the, you know, get some lists and start learning. And I think I agree with Jay. It's like you start. You pay what you gotta pay. You feel me? But you try to take what you can and put into an asset to accelerate mm-hmm. the process. And take an L if you take an L, turn an L to you know a, a, a dub eventually. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I would agree with you, bro. That mm-hmm. you know it, it'll take you forever, and you'll miss so much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. That's good, man. That's good. Well, bro. Um, so, quick recap. Um, we talked about precious metals. When it comes down to it, saving in precious metals versus the dollar is powerful. Um, you want to, when it comes to gold and silver, you want to actually buy gold and silver. You don't want stock in gold and silver or paper in gold and silver. That's what we saying. That's what we do. Um, we talked about uh, Bitcoin and how it is... We, we believe it is digital gold, but it's not stable. It's very volatile. So uh, it's a, it's a, we believe it's a good long-term play um, for technically it would be speculative investment. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's not to be compared with the precious metals. You know what I'm saying? Just yet. Um, understanding that the whole goal of saving, according to the literacy kings, how we get down, the whole goal of saving is to invest. Yes, sir. We want to, you want to take your money, get rid of it as quick as possible. <laughs> but in the right thing. In the right thing. Uh, utilizing, you know, your financial IQ, um, solid, stable uh, um, assets. We reiterated how money is a currency. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is a wave that's meant to keep flowing um, and to keep going from one into the next. Um, and then we talked about um, the circulation of money and specifically in the black community. I think the best way to sum it up would be intentionality. You know what I'm saying? Being intentional uh, about circulating the dollar. Our next book is uh, Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And we you know it's another episode but you know that'd be a big quick that'd be a big statement let's make a new black wall street you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um it sound cool and um it can be done uh, but not like the instagram post say you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> like not, it's not as easy as they make it on an instagram yeah, post you know you know what i'm saying so uh and then um 
we talked about, you know, I'm in debt. So can I invest? And should I invest? And should I save first? And it basically boiled down to um, you, if you have a lot of debt, high interest, and you only have, you know, your one stream of income, it's going to be really hard to pay all that debt down um, before you get a chance to even dip a toe in the water. So what we do is... Um, you know, we, we, we go ahead and put that toe in the water, you know, before all the debt is paid off because Jay made a really good point. In order to pay off, you got a lot of debt, and high interest. You're going to have to have more than just your regular salary. And so you're going to have to start uh, looking for passive income or looking for, you know, income producing assets um, to help you pay off that bad debt. That's a good point is is bad debt. The good debt is the debt that you have, but it's actually um, producing income for you mm-hmm. did i miss anything jay no nah, uh you pretty much recap all right it's a little razzle death yeah it's all right, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> you know um just the episode if this is your first time uh, i'll give you an episode recap of the money circulation series the uh, first one is what is money so i talked about uh what's considered uh currency and you know I talked about how different things were used as currency over time uh, I also talked is my, my the point was for me to tell you that um, what's used as currency can change mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so you putting all of this faith in the dollar but what can be used as currency has changed several times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that was the point of, for me to do that mm-hmm. in episode one episode two fractional reserve banking we just talked about what happens when you make deposits how they can bust down um keep 10 percent and redistribute 90 percent you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. according to the fractional reserve banking ratio and how they basically turn your money into an asset for them they sell banks sell money Mm -hmm. literally so literally that was episode two that was two episode three was interest rates how they generate with an idea the feds, the government tell the feds, hey man, we want to either stimulate or or we either want to inflate or deflate the economy. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the OG interest rate, then the banks get the interest rate, then you get the interest rate. Just breaking down uh, basically how people selling money to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, episode four is about recessions, the good and the bad about them, um, how you can win on them and what it, what it looks like and what happens uh, with the economy in a recession. Which um, we're pretty much in now, you know, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. Five and six was about um, basically how much are you giving banks? You yeah, know, they bond you through fees, abusive relationships, abusive relationships with banks. Mm-hmm. So, um, episode seven was taxes. Uh, we talked about Trump, mm-hmm. but the idea was so you to see how tax money can be circulated. Right. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That 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 was the idea. And then episode nine, we talked about um Wells Fargo and minorities not having enough minorities in the labor pool. Well the thing is, um high paying jobs that help circulate money in the economies that we're in. Exactly. So that all of that is like our masterpiece of money circulation. Like we just put different uh Aspects together Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right, right So that's exactly. just my recap of the episodes, man Dope I love it That's perfect, man That's perfect Yo, 
We appreciate y'all checking us out for another episode and also another season, man. This is the last episode of season two, the Money Circulation Series. Next, we got the book about Black Wall Street, Ride to Renaissance. Um, it's amazing. And I know you, you probably heard of Black Wall Street. You might have, let me say, not say probably, you might have heard of Black Wall Street, um, just like we heard of it. But man, it's so many um, jewels. It's so much pain. It's so much um, um progression um the the picture that the art that the art the paints is uh it's amazing man you know what i'm saying it really shows our roots it shows the the dedication and fortitude you know of, of black people that that we know to be true it's just documented well and that's gonna be our next book for season three man so if you've been rocking with us this whole episode shout out to you you know what i'm saying you you i'm sure you a one since day one make sure that you uh rate you you review you subscribe um leave us a voice message send us a dm on instagram literacy kings hit up jay with we jay. do talk back yeah we talk back to you you know what i'm saying hit jay with the nba he might send you a pack you know what I'm saying So um, We appreciate y'all man We got a lot of love For our, our, our family Our listeners Our viewers You know what I'm saying With that being said We get with y'all next Season On season three Love Love Now Reading Is fundamental Fundamental